Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adore and Talk Sports. I am your host, Anaro himself, here with another episode of the Super Bowl case series that we've been doing so far in all of July, where every single team will have a Super Bowl case made for them throughout the entirety of this month in short 10-minute episodes that you're listening to here. So I have 10 minutes to make a Super Bowl case. I'm going to pretend to be a fan of each team, basically, and give my reasoning for why they win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, we'll start off now as I spin, but as a reminder, check out the link in the description below for Humble Bundle, a program that I'm affiliated with. They offer game, books, and software bundles that allow you to improve the content that you're making, learn a brand new skill, or play a game that you've never played before. Check it out in the description below. A portion of the contents that are purchased through there can help support the content that we create here. Uh, if you check the Adjust Donation tab, you can see the, how much goes towards each institution, uh, not just to Humble Bundle and to the producers and to me, but also to charities as well. So you can adjust that to your heart's content. Without further ado, I have just rolled, and we have got a team. Of, you know this, obviously, by the title. I rolled this during the time. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers making a Super Bowl case for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Steelers are an interesting team uh, because we sort of know where they're going, but the results are kind of skewed all over the place from what I'm seeing so far. I'm recording this as of July 4th, which is something to keep in mind, uh, because, you know, if they sign a Hall of Famer or something tomorrow, that's going to change things significantly. But the Steelers, uh, as you know, probably one of, if not the most consistent franchises in sports, period. I mean, it, the, the classic story that everyone's heard a thousand times of the Steelers, I think since uh, starting the Super Bowl era, they've had three NFL head coaches in... Uh, Oh, I just blanked on it for a second. Uh, Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. Uh, and Tomlin continuing his fantastic Hall of Fame-worthy career of never having a losing season. Uh, that has continued all throughout this time. And really, the fact that he's had that much consistency all this time makes me hesitate to even think if they're going to have a, a below-average record, right? That, in combination with a couple of things, I think the Steelers, uh, in general, were uh, pretty solid last year despite the fact that they had an aging Ben Roethlisberger and a team that was really riding on their defense for the most part last year. Uh, of course, highlight players on the Steelers. I'm just going down and hopefully uh, I'm right about the players that I've got here. So highlight players, of course, are going to include uh, players like Derek Watt. Derek Watt, sorry, TJ Watt and Derek Watt. Shout out Derek Watt. Uh, TJ Watt last year tied the NFL record for sacks in a single season, and he's on that amazing defense with Cameron Hayward, uh, Larry Ogunjobi is a recent signing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he just got signed the other day, actually, yeah. Um, adding him to the list with Devin Bush, Miles Jack, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick in the backfield, uh, and so on and so forth. Just adding to that stout defense that the Steelers have kind of been known for since 1968 or something like that with various series of success. Um, offensively, though, there's a big uh, question mark in the quarterback room. First off, who's going to be the starting quarterback? They signed Mitch Trubisky in the offseason and then drafted Kenny Pickett. As of right now, I believe the idea, uh, you know, from my sources that I don't actually have, uh, I believe the idea is that Mitch Trubisky is going to start the season and then go as far as Trubisky can lead you, which has been to playoffs. Uh, I, I think the hate on Mitch Trubisky has been overblown due to a bad situation. And admittedly, some of the, uh, it's a combination of bad situation in his previous stint with Chicago as a starting quarterback, um, in the, in the team makeup and just him trying to lead the team. Plus the fact that he's a number three overall pick, if I'm not mistaken, was he three? I think he was three. Uh, let me make sure about that. Uh, but a combination of his high overall draft pick and, uh, the, the bad situation, then uh, all that second overall, sorry, he, they traded up from, uh, the Bears traded up one spot 
Um, so the second overall pick in that draft, and then of course Patrick Mahomes coming after him, means that a lot of this like high expectations have been placed on him that uh, obviously he hasn't lived up to up to this point. But I still think Trubisky is a solid quarterback. He's a winning, if, if I'm not mistaken, he's a winning record quarterback. Um, and as well, like a, pr- a pretty good ratio of uh, t- touchdown to interception and good completion percentages for the most part. So it's not as though he's out of the picture. I think uh, with the Steelers, with a more... Um, with a better line, a better team overall around him, both offensively and defensively, it'll definitely help him out. So I'm just looking here. He's got a 29-21 QB, uh, QB record um, in his career so far. Uh, 64.1% completions, uh, averaging... It has a 64-38 intercept, touchdown-interception ratio, which is... What is that? Uh, let's find out here. A 1.7-ish touchdown-interception ratio, which, you know, isn't ideal. I think everyone expects you to have at least a two to one ratio, so he's not quite at that level, but he's still more than capable, I think, of being a starting quarterback. Um, is a you know one time Pro Bowler, and has made the playoffs in two of his seasons that he was a starting quarterback. Twenty eighteen, which is the infamous uh, Cody Parkey hitting it off the uprights against the Philadelphia Eagles, and then in twenty twenty, where uh, the whole Nickelodeon game uh, thing that he did in both of those games, he's performed decently. Uh, you know, three hundred yards against the Eagles, two hundred yards. Uh, in the matchup. I think that was against the Saints, so I'm not 100% sure there. Uh, one touchdown, no interceptions, decent enough stats. And I think he can absolutely hold his own being the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Of course, all of this is keeping in mind the fact that they drafted in the first round Kenny Pickett, the pit star that is now shifting over locker rooms across the court, across the court, across the field. Uh, Pickett is going to be the starter sooner or later. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting just throw Kenny Pickett into the fire now and see what happens. Um, regardless of all that, I think, of course, the Steelers' Super Bowl case, uh, as mentioned previously, starts off with um, mainly just the fact that Mike Tomlin is going to guarantee you a winning record. I think that has been the case every single year of his career, and I see no reason why it doesn't continue here. They've got a pretty favorable schedule at some points. Um, I think the NF- not the NFC, sorry, the AFC North is a bit overhyped. This is the closest I'm going to get to an actual like opinion. Um, but Cleveland's in the messy situation with their quarterback situation. Um, the Bengals are coming off a Super Bowl loss, and while I do think that they'll be able to fight back and uh, potentially make the playoffs again, it, it, I do expect them to take somewhat of a... They, I don't think they're going to be as dominant as they were in the playoff run. I think they're going to settle somewhere in between the regular season and playoff standard, which, of course, is probably good enough to get you to a Super Bowl anyway, but uh, I think that's going to be there. And then the Ravens are a big question mark in general with how Lamar Jackson's contract is going, uh, if the team is able to get healthy. If they're 100%, I think the Ravens might honestly win the division, uh, but if they're not 100%, then this team could easily be at the bottom of the pile, right? So the Steelers uh, kind of have to find their place in there. This might be a weird situation where three teams, uh, not that weird, actually, now that I think about it, uh, I was going to say all four teams have a winning record. Really, it depends on Cleveland's QB situation. Um, but there's a there's an outside shot that all four of these teams have a winning record walking out of uh, the, the season. So combining Mike Tomlin's ability to somehow pull a winning record out of nowhere, there's been a lot of seasons in the recent years where Tomlin has been able to just do that. Combining that with Im- hypothetically improved quarterback play, because Big Ben was kind of on his last legs throughout the entirety of the last season, especially during the latter half. Combining that, the stout defense that the Steelers have been having and just adding on to uh, throughout the draft, all this combines together to being able to lead the Steelers, hopefully for them, hopefully for the fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think their Super Bowl case is built off of that. So it really is kind of uh, improved quarterback play, continued dominance by the defense. I think if you know TJ Watt is healthy, that alone probably adds 
not only more sacks to outright have the record last year, but uh, probably a win or two here or there, especially based on when they have them. Um, just continuation of the cohesion that everything is there. Improved quarterback play by either Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Uh, the the offensive and defensive abilities that uh, the Steelers have, and you know, hiring of different people. Uh, Terrell Austin being their defensive coordinator. Brian Flores, uh, after being fired by the Dolphins, is now another notable assistant for the Steelers as well. That's just going to add another uh, stout defensive guy on this team. And then overall, I think the Steelers kind of just like. No matter what your expectations are about the Steelers, they kind of just show up in the playoffs anyway, right? Like, I think all of last year, the Steelers were not expected to do anything, you know, just have a middle-of-the-road season, and Big Ben's going to be like, all right, that's it, see you guys. And then out of nowhere, um, granted, due to some help about a, a tie game that isn't a tie game in uh, Sunday Night Football, but, the, you know, despite all the efforts, despite all the criticism against the offense and Mike Tomlin and everything like that, the Steelers end up making the playoffs, and granted, they didn't uh, win any games in the playoffs, obviously, going up against uh, the dominant force that is... I had to look it up just to make sure. It was the Chiefs, yeah. Uh, the dominant force that is the Chiefs. Combining all this together, uh, Steelers absolutely have a chance of getting into the playoffs, and we've seen Tomlin have dominant runs uh, in the playoffs before. The Steelers, as a history, have had relative success with young QBs doing successful. Big Ben, obviously, being a prime example in his second year uh, turning into uh, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, albeit having a, a poor Super Bowl game. Uh, just combining that and all the historical ability, the defensive prowess, as long as the defense is able to carry, the offense can kind of stumble along if they need to until finally Trubisky or Pickett is able to uh, get the reins going and then being able to move from there. So the Steelers absolutely uh, have a Super Bowl chance right here because all they got to do is make it to the dance. They have done so so many times in the last decade alone. That is the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, watching, and supporting in any way, shape, or form that you do. Reminder, check out the link in the description below to support the channel, podcast channel that you're listening to here. And until next time, take care.